podcast. Diving, diving deep. deep. Diving deep into all things Texas, both on and off the field. Here's Sean Pendergast and Pro Football Hall of Famer, the General, Sean McClain. Welcome, welcome to Utopia. John, general news and notes. What do you got for us? Educate us. Give us some factoids, John. Well, no, you and I both think they're going to beat Tampa, and they better win this game. If they lose this game, go three and five. You may have to re-put your, your survey out again next yeah. week. But the Texans have committed only four turnovers. That's the fewest in the NFL. They are plus five. They were minus one in the game against Carolina. They can't force any, but they don't cough it up. And a lot of that, of course, is C.J. Stroud not throwing interceptions, but also everybody hold, not getting the ball knocked loose on fumbles. So they are – Plus five, that's tied for fourth, and they have the fewest turnovers. Tampa has committed only six turnovers. They're plus two. So the Bucs also have done a great job at protecting the football. Now, they're on their, uh, I said plus two, they're tied for second with six six uh, giveaways. They're plus eight, number one in the NFL. So the Texans are plus five. The Bucks are plus eight. They always say turnovers make the difference. Well, these are two teams who haven't been turning over the ball. Texans did not get one against the Panthers, which was probably the second worst thing the defense did to not being able to stop Carolina's last drive. But odds are we're not going to see a lot of turnovers in this game. Well, they had a bad one against Carolina with the Beck fumble. They gave three, they handed three points to him on that Beck yep. fumble. That was terrible. That was awful. Um, you know what that tells me, John? Have you got two teams that are that are significantly positive on the turnover margin, and yet they're both three and four? Is it these are two teams that are not very good football teams? You know, if you're if you're plus, would you say the Texans are plus five, and the the Bucks are plus eight on yeah. the season? So they forced, they've committed six turnovers or plus eight, so they've generated fourteen turnovers. That's two per game. Um, that's pretty good. Uh, and yet both teams are three and four. That tells me that these are two teams that are still tr- struggling to get a good, talented football team on the field. If you're plus in turnovers and you're a sub 500, both side sub 500 records, something's got to give, John. Something's got to give. I can't tell you the last time I saw a team with a losing record leading the NFL in plus minus differential. Now, yeah. another one Kansas City really needs an outside receiver. Chiefs have struggled. That was evident in their loss to Denver and Denver. And I thought this was hilarious. When that game ended and the Broncos won, broke that, what, 14-year losing streak, 14 games, I can't remember. It was so long, it was preposterous. Immediately, we they start blaring over their loudspeakers, Taylor Swift, shake it off. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. John, I like, you know what? People in this, for whatever reason, in 2023, I credit Deion Sanders with this maybe. People are getting much more open about – getting contentious about things people say about them or willing to talk trash or troll and things like that, which is not always the nicest thing to do. I get it. But if it's harmless, like playing Taylor Swift, shake it off. That's fun. The WWE fan in me is enjoying this new era that we're living in where you got Davo Sweeney giving six minute tirades to callers in East bum freak South Carolina. You got Dave Doran, the NC State coach, going after Steve Smith, the former wide receiver, because he called NC State a basketball school. Ryan Day probably still sees Lou Holtz in his sleep every night after that Ohio State-Notre Dame game a month ago. 
I like this new age we're living in, John. Good for you. That was at Denver. Denver did that. The PA, the the shake it off people. over the PA says. Good for you, Denver. Stadium. You know what? I'm acknowledging you. Good job, Denver. Uh, Denver entertain in stadium entertainment people. Nice. And the work. Broncos didn't say anything. I mean, the uh, Chiefs didn't say anything about it, like they were offended. I'll never forget the first game of the 1990 season. The Oilers opened at Atlanta. Atlanta first year under former Oilers coach Jerry Glanville. And he was one bitter SOB. Jack Pardee, gentleman Jack, was in his first season as the Oilers coach. Atlanta won the game. They were decked in all black. Glanville had got him put in. He was in his black-clad outfit on the sideline. And as soon as that game ended, blaring over the speakers was the song, Hit the Road, Jack. Don't you come back no more, no more. And, and boy, did the Oilers get angry. Party yeah. didn't, but the players blasted the Falcons. They blasted Glanville. But I thought it was clever, just like what the Broncos did. It's fun. Come on now. It's fun. Uh, the, where's, uh, Glanville? Where, where's Glanville on the list of characters that you covered in your time, John? Is he top five? I, he would be, he'd be number one. I've never number covered one. anybody like Jerry Glanville. <laughs> it was a story a day, usually yeah. controversial and neg or negative or both. Yeah. Um, it's obvious to anybody who watched that Chiefs-Broncos game, Chiefs are hurting for a receiver outside. Mm -hmm. They think that could keep them out of the Super Bowl again to defend their championship. Tyreek Hill would fit in really well there. Tyreek Hill's having a fabulous season playing with Tua Tagovailoa, mm -hmm. and he has 1,014 yards. The last receiver to have that many yards through eight games had actually more than him, 1,122 mm. compared to 1,114. 62 years ago, Charlie Hennigan from the Houston Oilers was the one that had 1,122 through eight games. That was the last pro football championship season Houston has ever had, mm. 1962. Mm. Were you covering that team? I'm just joking. I was a backup. <laughs> I was a backup. <laughs> I, I was, uh, let's see, I would have been 10, 9 or 10. Okay. I did watch the AFL on NBC, and I did watch the NFL on CBS. Okay. But you grew up was a Cowboy a, fan probably, right? I was. That was a great offense. George Blanda, Charlie Hennigan, Bill Groman at wide receiver, Billy Cannon at mm. tight end and fullback. And Charlie Tolar, the first player I ever referred heard referred to as a human bowling ball was their running back and they won their second consecutive championship. Mm -hmm. uh, let's go over to Philadelphia and one of the worst trades, depending on your point of view, ever been made. Or in what if you're from the Titans, one of yeah. the best if you're from the Eagles, AJ Brown. They yeah. gave up a one and I think a three yes. or four to get him. He had eight catches for 130 yards and two touchdowns and their come from behind victory over Washington. And he now, A.J. Brown, has at least 125 yards in six consecutive games. Charlie Hennigan hadn't done that. No. Tyreek Hill hadn't done it. Jerry Rice hadn't done it. Only A.J. Brown has been able to do that. Yeah, and some of the catches he makes, John. I mean, some of the hot, the, the one touchdown catch he had where he kind of caught it with one hand, he's spinning in the end zone. Like, he's he's got guys draped on him. He he was really good when he was on the Titans. Like this, this version of him they've unlocked this year, though. Holy cow! These these wide receiver trades are interesting. Like you you could argue that 
like Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown, who were both traded to their respective teams last year, and both good for their respective teams last year too. It's not nothing new, but they they're like the cheat code for both of their teams. Like I, I and I'm not going to say AJ Brown's more valuable than Jalen Hurts. Tyreek Hill might be more valuable than Tua Tonga Vailoa. I will say that. I, I mean, Tyreek Hill is a I when he was on the Chiefs, I would say this, John. Like that guy might be the most valuable non-quarterback in football with the just the, his ability. His just his pure speed, but just the ability that goes with it. There's a lot. There's been a lot of straight line, fast speed guys. Tyreek Hill ability to once he gets the ball in his hands, be like a like a souped up running back too, is is pretty remarkable. Um, so I when I think of those wide receiver trades, I think of AJ Brown home run, Tyreek Hill home run, and then you got Devontae Adams who was a home run last year, but now he is just a he is a discontented, wanting to be traded. Uh, one catch for 11 yards last night, guy, right now. That Devontae Adams trade. He's still a really good player, but that is a bad football team, man. He was targeted seven times. He was wide open deep a couple times. Garoppolo couldn't hit him. But it's his own fault. He wanted yep. out of Green Bay. He like, didn't want to play you. with Aaron Rodgers anymore. Dude, I, John, the, the reaction last night when when Devontae Adams, because I know you've got you've probably got social media open during games too, and you're looking at it and taking a peek at it, whatever. And when Devontae Adams threw his helmet down at the end of the game, on the sideline, and I go on there, and there's all these people, media members, fans, poor Devontae. Oh, free Devontae Adams. Oh, get him out of there. Oh, get him to a team where he'll be more fun to watch. Oh, poor Devontae this. That guy was taking the biggest victory lap when he got out of Green Bay last year to go play with his buddy Derek Carr, which is which sounds silly to say unto itself, just that he was that thrilled to go play with Derek Carr instead of Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I, I don't feel bad. Any of these guys that choose where they go, and then the worm turns once they get there. I don't feel bad for any of them. Don't sign it. Sign one-year deals everywhere if, if you're that distraught about it. You, you Like, it's the NFL. You got to know what you're getting into, you know? It's what, hey, what, the, what is it to say about the grass is not always greener. It's true, John. All right, I got one more. Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. had two more touchdowns, one catching, one receiving. He's now had 17 consecutive games with at least one touchdown, and that counts postseason. He can break the record when they come back from their bye week against the Jaguars. And he's tied right now, 17 regular season and postseason with a great Lenny Moore, Hall Mm. of Fame running back for the Colts with Johnny Unitas and Raymond Berry and Big Daddy Lipscomb and Jim Parker, one of the all-time great dynasties. And uh, McCaffrey, I'm guessing they'll make sure he gets that record and uh, it's pretty amazing what he's been able to do since he got to the 49ers and stayed healthy. Yeah, I, uh, John, I'll be honest. That trade was made like a year ago, you know, theoretically a year ago today, like trade deadline yeah. day a year ago. And I, I thought the 49ers, or I'm sorry, I thought Carolina did really well in that trade. You know, I, I didn't think that was a great trade for the 49ers. What are you doing trading a second, a third, a fourth? I think there was another pick in there somewhere too for Christian for a running back, you know, who's been injured all the time. And that trade's been a home run, you know, like it's that that's been uh, one of many things that is causing angst to uh, Carolina fans, at least prior to beating the Texans on Sunday. So, yeah, Christian Christian McCaffrey's pretty remarkable. Where, how many years does he have left on his contract, John? Do you know, like that's he might play his way into a, a, a second big deal for a running back, which would be crazy. I think his eyes paid back in the league. It's like yeah. 16 and a half, something yeah. like that. But he's been able to stay healthy. Carolina got frustrated because he couldn't stay healthy, and uh, they couldn't wait to ship him out. I got one more about Will Levis's debut mm. in uh, Tennessee. 
they beat Atlanta, and he had four touchdown passes, no interceptions. Three of those went to DeAndre Hopkins, who averaged 32.5 yards a catch. I don't remember him doing that here. Mm-mm. Levis's rating was 130. He's only got one way to go now. And it's the third time in history a quarterback has thrown four touchdown passes in his debut. The first time was the first game in uh, Vikings history, their franchise season in 1961, when they played for the first time. Fran Tarkenton threw four touchdown passes. And the last time was 2015 when the second overall pick in the draft, Marcus Mariota did it, and they thought, wow, we haven't just hit a home run. We've hit a grand slam. And so I'm guessing the people that realize that after what they saw from Levis or saying, well, let's pump the brakes a little bit. That was a good team for him to do this for, John, because the fan base will keep the appropriate restrictor plate on this performance. Like we've been, we were fooled eight years ago. We can't get fooled again by this Will Levis. My hope is, my hope is that, that the Titans might've been on the cusp of swapping out Derrick Henry and DeAndre Hopkins for some draft capital. But now Levis has duped them into kind of standing pat with the hand that they have. And maybe they even trade Tannehill today. Who knows? because they're so uh, enthralled with with Levis. And then Levis just turns into a complete pumpkin and they suck for the rest of the year. And now well, they, they don't get anything for any of these guys. That's yeah. my hope. They weren't going to trade Henry and Hopkins once they realized they were going with Levis because the worst thing you could do for a rookie is take away the best yeah. runner and receiver. And they want to put some talent around it because they, they still have to get uh, – they have to determine – is he going to be the quarterback? You can't determine that after one game. Or are they going to be in the running to get one of these quarterbacks coming out of college in the deepest draft since 1983? Draft a quarterback high for the third year in a row. I say high, but like a top three rounds, third year in a row. It's possible. I, if, yeah, of course. No, definitely is. Definitely is. 